Good morning, Declare Victory. This is your host, Humble Al. Good morning, God morning, great morning. It's the time to shine. Wake up, wake up, wake up. God is good all the time. If you're on the line, shine for him this morning. Tell me who you are. Good morning, good morning, great morning, God morning. Come on, come on in, come on down. Praise the Lord. Morning, Brother Al. Happy Friday, it's Brother Michael. Happy Friday, Brother Michael. Good to hear your voice. Come on, who else on the line? Let's male, woman, boy, girl. Let's go, let's go. Let's shine, let's shine. Good morning, Brother Al. It's Tiny Kim. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Tiny Kim. Great morning, God morning. Who else is on the line? Good morning, good morning. Time for the Yo Light to Shine. Good morning. This is Latoya. Happy Friday. Good morning, Latoya. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning, God morning. Great morning. Who else will be on the line? Good Man, good morning, God morning. Love to hear your voice. Praise God. Look at God. Look at what he's doing. Praise God. Who else may be on the line? Good morning, Mrs. Wanda. Good morning, Ms. Oh, Wanda. Yes, so I have a I have a praise report. All right, come on. Ready. So my praise report is that my grandbaby Michaela arrived last night. She's healthy, and I just want to thank Declare Victory for all the prayers of her getting here safe and sound. So baby and mom are okay. God is so good. He is good. And his mercy show endures. I thank the Lord myself because we know every day that I get an opportunity to shine for him, he gives another victory. So I praise God for that opportunity. So anybody else on the line, let shine. Good morning, good morning family. This is Bubbly. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you, Miss Bubbly. I love your presence. Oh, thank you. Good morning, good morning, happy Friday, Miss Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, great morning. God bless you. Good, good morning, Miss Good morning, God morning, great morning. Thank you, sister. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, Miss Prosperous Pam. 
Good morning, Process Pam. Love your opportunities. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you add things. You add things. Praise God. Praise God. Come on. Who else got one, one more? Come on. Who else got a, a look? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Praise God. Thank you for your voice. Praise the Lord. You're so welcome. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yes, very much. Amen. Won't he do it? Come on now. <laughs> Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Who else may be surprised? God has been so good to us. Good morning. This is Juanita. Happy Friday. Good morning, Miss Juanita. God morning. Great morning. Thank you for your presence. Oh, what a my God we serve. Thank you, Lord. I love it. Good morning. Come on. Good morning. Good morning. God. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's the yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Praise God. Praise God. Well, at this time, we're going to shift some gears. I thank everyone for they tune in. I thank everyone who may be driving. Be careful. Be safe. It's wet out there. I, I just throw one out there in the name of Jesus. Cover your sisters, your, your daughters, your, 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 your sons in the name of Jesus in these travels. All right. At this time, I want to ask everyone to mute their phones as we are shifting gears <clears throat> before we move and proceed. All right, praise the Lord. God is so good. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. Wash all that filthiness away. It's like you wash all our sins away. Praise God. Praise God. Hello, my name is Al, a.k.a. Humble Al, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned in for the last week of February to hear about our monthly theme, Holy Spirit. The declarers will focus on what you, what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Amen. Invite a friend. Praise God. There is one announcement today. There is no Friday night live tonight. Sorry, friends. Going to catch up with you guys next Friday in March for Friday Night Live with Miss D.D. Felder. So stay tuned. Mark your calendars. Praise the Lord. At this time, we have our prayer requests that have been submitted from our app. <clears throat> we have a prayer request from JC, uh, who has come down with a test code. So we ask covering that Lord will take that back in the name of Jesus. Uh, we also have Prosperous Pam. Love your presence, Prosperous Pam. Um, she's requesting for uh, God to counsel her next steps uh, with her in her life, and that the Holy Spirit um, will fulfill her heart and her counsel in her life, and give her guidance in her journey, her next journey in her life. And also, she's requesting request for her pain in her knee. But we pray that the Lord take away that pain in the name of Jesus. Uh, right. Praise God. And we also want to keep our prayer in tune for our, our declare victory leader, Dion. Lord God, we thank we thank her for her presence. We thank her for her gifts. Um, I personally have a prayer request. Um, a prayer request for my mother's uh, neighbor, Velma Brown, and just asking for her for a prayer request for her salvation, a change, her change of heart in our direction. Um, pray for my, my brother, James, his salvation direction. Um, I have a patient that I met. She's praying for her, da her daughter. 
uh, a daughter named Natalie. She does not believe in God, people, so we know we got to turn that volume up. Her, her grandbabies, um, Silas and Eloria, and also her uh, son-in-law, Jeff. So we just ask for a covering in that home that the Holy Spirit turn in, get them to meet him, and get them to know why they should meet him. Because it said in the Bible, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And also, I have a prayer request for my dear aunt who went in the hospital who had some complications with her pacemaker. They had to go in there, Father God, just praying for her, for healing, that everything went well this week. And if anyone else has any more to add to before we shift gears, please announce it right now. Otherwise, we're going to proceed. All right. All right. At this time, we're going to go proceed. The order of this call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of this call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jeff. Then the declaration will be brought by Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Our scripture reading for the day comes from John chapter 6, verse 27. Do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you, will give to you, for on him the Father, God has set his seal. May the Lord add a rich blessing and reading to the hearing and the doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. Again, respect the declarer. Put your phones on mute at this time. Thank you. I now pass the call to our prayer warrior. May you have a blessed day. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Good morning, God the Father. Hallelujah. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Good morning, declare victory. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord God, with a humble heart, Lord God, and bow knees, Lord God, giving you thanks, Lord God, for this day, Lord God, this glorious day, Lord God, that you have woken us up, Lord God, with our hearts and our minds focused on you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we have so much to be grateful for, Lord God, and we want to say thank you, Lord God, for the for the mind, the heart, and the will, Lord God, to pray and to cry out to you, Lord God, and to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We want to say thank you, Lord God, in advance for the answering, Lord God, of every prayer request, hallelujah, that was requested this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that the at the moments, Lord God, that they were spoken, that you have already dispatched your angels, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, that those prayers will be answered, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And we also want to say thank you, Lord God, for the praise. Hallelujah, that praise report this morning, Lord God, for the new birth, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So this morning, we want to lift up the parents, the parents of hallelujah, Lord, of that newborn baby, Lord God, hallelujah, bless them, cover them, this hallelujah, Lord God, hallelujah, 
bless them in the name of Jesus. So much, Lord God, that we have to be grateful for this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for this prayer line, declare victory, Lord God, where we come together, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, individually and collectively, Lord God, to glorify you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the declarations, Lord God, that goes forth, Lord God. Hallelujah, that strengthens and encourages, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah, Lord God, that teaches us, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Your holy word, Lord. Oh, glory to your name. So this morning, Lord God, we pray and we ask, oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, for a fresh anointing, Lord God, a refilling, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, the Holy Ghost, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, hallelujah, Jesus. Take your time, Jeff. Slow down. Don't rush it. Hallelujah. Take your time, Jeff. Don't rush it. Hallelujah. Talk to him this morning, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord God, we just want to say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for loving us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for tugging at our hearts, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for snatching us, Lord God, out of the darkness, Lord God, translating us, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, into the light, Lord God, hallelujah, of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, and we ask, Lord God, for a fresh anointing, Lord God, of the Holy Ghost, Lord God. Fill us, Lord God. Hallelujah. We pray for an overflow. Hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. We're just so thankful. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Our hearts are full, Lord God. Thank you that the joy of the Lord, hallelujah, Lord God, is our strength. Hey, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We love you, Lord God, because it was you, Lord God, that first loved us. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we got some things going on in the world. Day, Lord God, but we seek your guidance, Lord God. We seek your word, Lord God, how to navigate in this world, Lord God, for your word tells us, hallelujah, to love not the world, neither the things in the world, Lord God, but Lord God, when we see that there are wars and going on, Lord God, that, that there is tribulations, Lord God, over, hallelujah, we can it, it just my heart gets heavy, Lord God. My heart gets heavy, Lord God, and I, I know that I must place my faith and my trust in you, knowing that you are in control. Oh, glory, hallelujah, Lord God. But my heart goes out to the war-torn Ukraine, Lord God. Hallelujah. Bring peace to the conflict, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. I couldn't imagine, Lord God, Bombs going off, Lord God, over here in the United States, Lord God, and our country being in a, 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 a turmoil, Lord God, from from war, Lord God. Bring peace to that region, Lord God. And I know, Lord God, we got our issues here in the United States, Lord God. But, Lord God, the, oh, there's tribulations in this world, Lord God. So we just pray, I pray that you bring peace to that region as well, Lord God. Oh, glory, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you. 
Thank you uh, for victory, Lord God, in our lives. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we are able to humble ourselves, Lord God, and submit ourselves unto you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. And to resist the devil, resist the temptation, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for the process. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the process, Lord God, of the salvation, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We're walking out our own soul salvation this morning, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, the power of prayer, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you for, for this particular prayer line. Hallelujah. Declare victory, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Yes, my heart is heavy this morning, Lord God. For those, Lord God, who are sleeping outside the elevator. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. I couldn't imagine what it would be like, Lord. It's been many years. Oh, hallelujah, since I had to sleep outside. Oh, hallelujah, doing uh, uh, my active addiction, Lord God. So, Lord God, this morning, I lift up those that are sleeping outside in the elevator, Lord God, doing this rough weather, Lord God. Give them the heart and the mind, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, to seek shelter, Lord God, and to be able to follow directions, Lord God, of shelter, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, glory, hallelujah. I lift up those that are struggling, Lord God, with mental illness, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Folks may not understand, Lord God, that addiction is a mental illness, Lord God, but we know some folks, Lord God, have some serious Lord God, and they may need a little medication, Lord God. So I lift them up to you, Lord God, so that they will uh, 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 be willing to seek shelter from the elements, Lord God. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for victory, Lord God, for the saints, Lord God. Each and every victor here connected to declare victory. Hallelujah, Lord God. I pray your protection and covering, Lord God over their lives, Lord God, over their household, Lord God, over their families, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for victory in our lives, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, glory to your name. Yes, Lord, we continue, Lord God, to pray for our children, Lord God, and the educational system, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I lift up the, the administrators, Lord God, and the teachers, Lord God, hallelujah, that, that teaches our children, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, when we send them to school, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, to get an education, Lord God, that our campuses be safe, Lord God, glory, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to, to be grateful for, so much to, to be praying for, Lord God, I continue, Lord God to pray for marriages, Lord God. But before I pray for our marriages, Lord God, I want to lift up those that are single, Lord God, those that are serving you and worshiping you in their singleness. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. I pray that you cover them and keep them, Lord God. And for those that desire to be married, until they're, hallelujah, you prepare a spouse for them, Lord. I pray that you keep them, Lord God, as they serve you in their singleness, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah, Lord God. This morning, Lord God, I want to uh, lift up uh, Minister Andre Smith, Lord God, and his lovely wife, Lord God, Antoinette, Lord God, celebrating 25 years of marriage, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, 
marriage matters. Lord God, I lift up every couple, Lord God, connected. Hallelujah. To marriage matters, Lord God. I pray your protection and covering, Lord God. Thank you that you are that third strand, Lord God, that binds us together, that strengthens us, Lord God. A three-core strand, Lord God, is not easily broken. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Glory to your name. There's so much that I want to pray for, Lord God, but I think I want to ask for help, Lord God. Come on, declare victory. Take your phones off of you and let's collectively praise. Thank you. 
Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. How, how, how is everybody doing? Oh my goodness. I just got like ten texts and a phone call. Okay. I guess. Uh. Oh, that's why. Rochelle sent me that text. Okay. Hey. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm. I guess I'm on the do the declaration, huh? Um. Okay. Um. Let's um. Let's pray. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come as humble as we know how, thanking and praising you, because you're God. Besides thee, there is no other. God, as we prepare to share your word, open up our minds and open up our hearts. Uh, let thy will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, 
Our theme is, I believe this month, Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit, right? Okay. Um, um, let's 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 go to the Word then. Um, uh, if I had time, I would uh, read. Um, I would read Ephesians. I would read Ephesians. Um, chapter number one. And verse number 17, but for the sake of time, I don't have time to read it all. Um, but um, I'm totally caught off guard. Please forgive me, y'all. I'm at work and everything, but I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged, okay? Uh, it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, and uh and revelation and the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints wow i love his word um the holy spirit is so spectacular um i'm reminded um and please forgive me, I have no notes or anything, but um, I'm reminded of the story of uh, Helen Keller, um, who was a remarkable uh, lady. And before she was uh, uh, two years of old, uh, she was stricken with a crippling brain fever that let her, left her uh, blind, deaf, and mute. And for about uh, five years, uh, she was a wild, unruly child. Uh, she was kicking, scratching, and letting out the silent screams of a deaf mute. And um, I believe it was at the recommendation of Dr. Alexander Graham Bell. Her father took her to see a specialist, a woman by the name of Annie Sullivan, who became um, her teacher and her mentor. And after an extended period of time, Annie Sullivan was able to break through the mask of infirmities by writing in Keller's hand. And immediately upon their breakthrough, they sent for that gifted preacher by the name of Philip Brooks, who was the, uh, great, the pastor of the Great Trinity Church in Boston, Massachusetts, because they wanted Dr. Brooks to share with Keller the age-old story of how the Holy Spirit works and how uh, and how the God we serve, uh, laughter has spilled over the balcony of heaven to flood a spiritually parched world. And and when he was about halfway through the story, with a burst of emotion, Helen Keller paused and wrote back in Philip's hand and said, "I know him." I know him. And someone in the room asked, how does she know him? And she wrote back in Philip's hand and said, I met him in my heart. I didn't know his name. How many of us really know the Holy Spirit? How many of us can, we, can really say that we are, we are connected, we are indoctrinated by the Holy Spirit? Because the life of Helen Keller raises us for us a provocative question, and that question is, how do we know what we know? 
education, philosophy, and science, they have collaborated together and they've collectively, they have offered their conclusion and they have said together that there are three learning modalities. Um, and please understand that a modality is a method of learning. They say the first modality is called empiricism. The second modality is called rationalism. And the third modality is called existentialism. Let me give you a window to help you see what I'm talking about. Uh, the empiricists say that we learn some things by the perception and observation of our five senses. The rationalists say that we learn some things through our cognitive and mental capacities, and the existentialists say that we learn things by experiencing through our individual existence. So they say that there are three learning modalities. But as I, as I just glanced at this text and read this text, uh, to me, uh, uh, it seems, Paul seems to suggest that there is a fourth, there is um, uh, uh, another learning modality, and I believe Paul calls it today when, 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 when you know the Holy Spirit, he calls it seeing with the eyes of the heart, because this modality is the is the result of the illumined eyes of the Spirit that that literally literally allows us to see those things that are supernatural, spiritual, and eternal, and, and that's what Paul was talking about. Um, over there in Second Corinthians 4 and 18, thank you, Lord, uh, when, when he says, while we look not at the things that are seen, but we look at the things that are not seen. So the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. And, and so what Paul is literally saying is that, that the people of faith, the people that live by the, the precepts of the Holy Spirit, they live by seeing invisible things. And if you ever want to measure the depth and the authenticity of your faith, answer this question. Do visible or invisible things dominate your life? I mean, I mean, it's, it's divided right along that line, the seen and the unseen, the visible and the invisible. Which one, declare victory, dominates your life? And so, and so I, I just want to take this time for a few minutes to share with you today. And, and, and as I'm talking, I don't want to talk uh, from the perspective of the empiricists. I, I don't want to talk uh, uh, from the rationalists. I don't want to talk from the perspective of the existentialists. Uh, although there is some legitimacy in their learning modalities. But, but I'm here this morning on Declared Victory as, as a declarer, as a preacher, which makes it incumbent upon me to talk about this fourth learning modality, which is to help you understand that there are some things that are invisible and eternal that you will never see unless you see them with the eyes of your heart. And, and that's what he says in that verse right there. He says, he says, let me read it again. He says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Wow. Now, now, now he makes several points in, in these verses. So first of all, I, I, I notice what he says in verse 17. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, and in the and the knowledge of him. So what he's saying is that what the Holy Spirit allows us to do with the eyes of our heart is that you can perceive spiritual knowledge. 
that there read a story not long ago about a man in China who raised horses, and one day his prized stallion ran away, and his friends came over to his house to mourn his great loss. And the man said, how do I know what has happened was either good or bad? And after a few days, the stallion returned, leading a herd of other stallions. And he said his friends came over and to celebrate his good fortune. But the man said, how do I know whether this is good or bad? And that very afternoon, that same stallion kicked the man's son and broke his leg. And the people came over to express their sorrow over the incident. But the man said, how do I know that this is good or bad? Well, three days later, war broke out. And the man's son was exempt from military service because he had a broken leg. You guessed it. <laughs> the friends came over. Well, let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. Let me stop the story right there and, and, and say the point of the story is with our human limitations, it, it, it is poss impossible to know with certainty how to best interpret the experiences of life without the Holy Spirit because we never know in our humanness because we're too limited. We're too myopic in our humanity to be able to discern what experience is good and bad. But, but I want to share this morning with some, uh, with some good news, and that good news is those of us who are born again, those of us who are, 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 are accessible uh, to the power of God, there, there is accessible to those who, who are spirit indwelt and spirit filled by the precious Holy Spirit, a learning modality that you can't get out of school, and it's called seeing with the eyes of the heart. See, we're not left to our faulty faculty. We're not left to how we feel about something. God in his infinite wisdom has placed in the heart of every child of God a spirit of discernment that helps us navigate our way through this rough terrain of life. And that's what Paul was praying for here. He's praying that God would give his people three gracious gifts, and, 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 and they all right here in this text. So he says, he says, he says that I'm praying uh, that, that, that you would have a spirit of wisdom, a spirit of revelation, and a spirit of knowledge. Can I work on that? Now I'll leave y'all alone. First of all, Paul says he was praying that people would have a spirit of wisdom. Now, 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 now I hear you asking, Pastor Jones, what is that? The spirit of wisdom is the result of, of a transforming operation performed by the Holy Spirit upon the human heart that creates a new capacity for spiritual perception. In other words, when the Holy Spirit circumcises the heart, then the Holy Ghost allows, he makes available to the believer a deeper spirit of discernment so that we are able to see the true nature of things in people. You see, it's not enough just to get knowledge, especially worldly knowledge, because knowledge without wisdom, I say this all the time, is a menace to society, and you don't have to take my word for it. All you got to do is look at the situation on Wall Street. Look at the situation in Congress, in, 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 in the House of Representatives, in, in, the, in, in Senate. Uh, 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 all of them uh, have knowledge, but many of them lack wisdom. And too many people in the world have head knowledge, but they have no spiritual wisdom. They live by this modern situational uh, and contextual ethics uh, but you have to have, uh, uh, but you have to understand that wisdom coordinates knowledge. Wisdom manages knowledge. And so what I'm trying to say is that you can have a PhD, but if you don't have no GOD, you're just a smart devil. Because life at its best is a combination of a trained mind and a consecrated heart. So Paul prays here for uh, uh, spiritual wisdom. 
he prays for the Holy Spirit to give him spiritual wisdom. He tells us, he says, uh, you have to have the eyes of the heart to see spiritual wisdom, to, uh, to see spiritual wisdom. Because he tells us over, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, he tells us that the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who do not believe, that they may not see the light of, of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so when I hear people say, preacher, I can't see that, they're telling the truth. They can't see it because they have, they have the, the cataracts of carnality keeping them from seeing what the Holy Spirit has given them to see. They, they have a sin solution that has dilated the, pup, the, the pupils of their spiritual eye. They, they, they have their corneas of their eyes have been ripped away by worldliness. In order to see spiritual things, you got to have spiritual eyes that the Holy Spirit gives. And so not only does he pray for, for, for wisdom, notice in the next part of the verse, he prays for revelation. Now, let me slow down here um, because um, uh, when, I, when I talk about this, when I talk about uh, revelation, um, y'all, I'm sitting here in this garbage truck and I'm fogging up the windows. Uh, 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 so I, I just want to really, I really want to slow down when I say that because because the word revelation or the book of revelation, it comes from the word apocalypsis. It's a word from where we get uh, our word apocalypse. It's a compound word made up of two words, the latter part, calypto, and it means to hide, to cover, to conceal. It means to tuck away. Apo, the prefix of the word, means to remove. And so the word revelation, apocalypsis, means to remove the covering. And that's the first line in the first chapter in the book of Revelation. It says the revelation of Jesus Christ. What he's saying is the covering of Christ has been removed, and now it talks about the unveiling and the uncovering of Christ. So what Paul here prays that that the Holy Spirit would uncover divine truth so the, so that the people of God might see Jesus for who he is. He says, I, I, I want you to see him for who he is. Now, now, listen, man would never have imagined that the father of Jesus were like, was like he is had not Jesus revealed God to man. Jesus says, when you've seen me, he says, you've seen the father. He said, matter of fact, I am uh, I and the Father are one. He says, I'm the visible image of the invisible God. You, you want to know what God is like? Jesus says, look at me. You want to know what the Holy Spirit is like? Look at me. And so Paul prays that God will reveal Christ and divine truth to believers. Now, if I had time, I'd take it a step further because we, uh, uh, we who are alive today, we need to understand that the Jesus of Revelation is different from the Jesus of the Gospels because the Jesus of the Gospels is the Jesus of humiliation, but the Jesus of Revelation is the Jesus of glorification. You see, he, the first time he came, he came as a carpenter from Nazareth, but when he comes again, he's going to come as a conqueror of all nations. The first time he came, he came as a bearer of human guilt, but the next time he comes, he's coming in glory and power. The first time he came, he came riding on a donkey, but the next time he comes, he's going to come riding on a cloud. The first time he came, they didn't know who he was, but the next time he comes, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess. So Paul prays for the Holy Spirit to give him revelation. But, but not only does he pray for wisdom and revelation, but here, again, the verse says he prays for knowledge. Now, now this is not secular knowledge that he's praying for. He's praying for spiritual knowledge, that the eyes of the heart to be able to perceive and detect spiritual knowledge. 
Now, I, I can't say too much about this word knowledge, so let me just kind of um, say to you that this word knowledge has, um, I would say, an Old, Hest uh, Old Testament heritage. It, it is the Hebrew word uh, yada, yada, uh, and it goes back to describe the intimate sexual relationship that Adam had with his wife Eve. And when they came together to procreate, they gave birth from the fruit of their loins to children. And the spiritual parallel is that you ought to know Christ in such a deep, full, intimate, significant way that there ought to be fruit from the relationship between you and Christ, and it's called the fruit of the Spirit. And so he prays that the Lord would give him knowledge that, 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 that we could know who Christ really is. But then secondly, only with the eyes of the heart can, 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 can you perceive spiritual experiences. Because if you look down in eight, verse 18 again, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart or the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of, of the glory of his inheritance and the saints. What Paul is, it, it says is that you have to have the eyes of the heart to have spiritual insight into spiritual things, when you have to allow the Holy Spirit to really get in you and allow him to take control of you uh, uh, so you can see spiritual things to be able to discern and understand spiritual experiences. Because, because you can have an experience, but if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you'll never see God in the experience. Just as physical eyes are as important to physical life, spiritual eyes, or let me call them soul eyes, are just as important as spiritual life. Did, did you ever notice, um, declare victory, um, that Jesus had a great infinity for blind people? More than any other malady, Jesus healed people who were blind because Jesus recognized that 80 to 90% of what we do is based on sight. And he wanted people to be able to see, but it was always as a parable to let them know how important soul sight is of the Holy Spirit working in you. King Zedekiah in the Old Testament had his eyes gouged out by the king of Babylon. And when they took uh, blind Zedekiah to that legendary city of Babylon, because he was blind, he saw nothing of the great city. Because he was blind, he saw nothing of the resplendent glory of that great city. Because he was blind, he, he, saw, he never saw the beautiful brass gates. And, and I want you to know that if you are spiritually blind and you haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, you will miss all the resplendent glory of every experience that God allows to come into your life. Y'all, we don't need more knowledge or better knowledge. We just need to allow the Holy Spirit to open up our eyes to the knowledge that we already have. And so as I close, let, let me break this verse up into two, because first of all, I want to talk about the context of the experience. And then let me close with the, con, uh, the content of the experience. And then let me talk about the context of the experience. First of all, he says that, that, that you may know the hope of his calling. So the context of the believer's experience is hung on the hope that the Holy Spirit has given us in Jesus Christ. Now, now, now don't make any mistake about it. This word hope is not the subjective emotional feeling that we have. This is not I hope it rains or I hope that uh, she loves me or I hope he loves me or I hope I can get more money. No, this is the objective hope that the Holy Spirit has given us in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, now this is a little word with a great big meaning because this, is, this, 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 this one word, hope, 
there's what you ha- uh, what you call past ramifications and future expectations. And, and when, pa- when the past ramifications collide with the future expectations, there's a present implication. So, so you ha- when you have time, you need to go back over this first chapter, starting with verse 4, and Paul identifies some past ramifications. Paul says in verse 4, we were elected. I, I mean, that's a big uh, that opens up a big gate right there because I don't have time to deal with the conflict between the doctrine of election and the doctrine of free will. I don't have time to tell you that these two can't be reconciled, but they are both taught in Scripture because theologians call this non-disclosure because you can't bring the two doctrines together into reconcilable understanding. But the best I can say to you as, as a preacher, as, as a pastor, that the doctrine of election is the God side of salvation and the doctrine of free Free will is the man's side of salvation. <laughs> but we have this hope because verse 4 says, before the foundation of the world, before there was a when or where, before there was a then or a there, before there was this or that, before uh, we, uh, we, were, we were a thought in the infinite mind of God, before God ever created this world, God provided our election. Wow. Before he scooped out the oceans and the sea, before God walked out, from nowhere and stood on nothing, reached out and caught something, hung hung something on nothing and told it to stay there. Before God said, let there be light, and light came running from behind the purple curtain of eternity at more than 186,000 miles per second, God had elected us. Before God hit the anvil of his own omnipotence with the hammer of his own hand, caught the sparks thereof and flung them into space and called them stars, y'all, we had been elected. Before God spit out the seven seas, we had been elected. Way back in the eons of eternity, before the beginning had ever began, God had elected us. We had the Holy Spirit. We were elected, we were adopted, we were redeemed, we were forgiven. Salvation had been provided, and, 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 had, and, and we had experienced grace, and we had experienced the Holy Spirit because of his election. But not only do we have hope because of what happened in the past, y'all, we have hope because of what will happen in the future. Somebody knows the Bible. You know about the future when he comes, don't you? You see, now we are the children of God, but it not, does not yet appear what we shall be. But we do know this, when he appears, we shall be like him and we shall see him like he is. Y'all, that's my hope this morning. That's, that's the fourth learning modality. That's why Paul can say, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. And we know that when this earthly house or this tabernacle be dissolved, we have another building. Y'all, I can see that because of what the Holy Spirit placed in me. And so let me leave you with therein is my hope, my past and my future is because of what is not seen, what I mean, what is seen will not last, and the things that will last can't be seen. So he said, now that's rational, that's sensible. He says, trade in uh, what you can't keep in exchange for what you cannot lose. That's rational. He says, build your hopes on things eternal and hold to God's unchanging hand. And I hear somebody arguing with me before I close, saying, Jones, we live in a visible world. My light is visible. My job is visible. My responsibility is visible. My family is visible. We're bound to a visible world. But you need to know that even in a visible world, there are things that are still changing because there are rivers that used to flow north are now flowing south. And what you see today, someday it will not change. We have to learn how to keep our trust in God and allow the Holy Spirit 
to, can, to continue to work in us. It's him that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. May God bless you. May God keep you is my prayer. I quit. I'm done. I hope I bless somebody today. Uh, anybody want to say good morning? Now's your time. Good morning. <laughs> That's my garbage truck, y'all. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Miguel. It's pretty Patrice. What does that mean to the Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Wait, somebody in the drive-thru or something. Please mute your line. Please mute your line. Okay. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Excellent declaration. That was awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you heard me. This is Pretty Patrice. Great declaration. Hey, Pretty Patrice. How are you? How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. All right. God bless you. Susie, Susie, I'm still waiting on you to call me back. I'm still waiting. You know what? You're just going to have to get me the number again because <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> All right. Okay. All Please right. do that, Pastor Lavelle. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyone else? Good morning. This is your time. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Let me get it in for the men before we overtake. What up, what up Elder Eric. What's up, man? What's you up with you? Okay. All right, then. God bless you. Anyone? Thank you for the declaration. Blessings, blessings. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, this Your is your wife, Juliet. How you hey. doing? Hey, Juju. Hey. hey. All right. Anyone else? Come on. Marty, how about That was right off the hot press. Thank you. Blessings, blessings. All right. Anyone else? Uh, all right, I'm, y'all, please forgive me. I'm, out, I'm at work. I was in, in the garbage truck, and I'm outside now, so please forgive my noise. I'll mute my line when you start talking. Um, was there any aha moments in the declaration? Anybody want to – any questions, any comments? Now's your time. Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning, Topaz. Good morning. I just wanted to say thank you for your declaration. I got breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and some hors d'oeuvres on the side and dessert. Hey! All right. Anyone else? <laughs> Good morning, Pastor LaVille. It's Pretty Patrice, and I want to thank you for that portion of the Ephesians prayer. That's my prayer every day that I All have right. knowledge and that I have wisdom. So thank you, man of God. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Hey, Pastor, hey. I just want to mm. go ahead. I'm trying to get in where I fit in. Good morning, good morning. This is your laundry pastor. Um, good morning. Uh oh. Good morning. Yeah, I know. I know. What <laughs> <laughs> is my nemesis? Go ahead. Brother, go ahead. Um, <laughs> did you, I bet you. I, I I bet you wrote this one down, didn't you? I bet you wrote this one down, didn't you? I did that again. I said I'm gonna get it before I forget. Because you are. <laughs> You always peek something in me, something that that I don't quite understand or something that seems to be a contradiction. And so you can, you know, 
make the path straight for me, right? So you were talking about Paul, and then you were talking about, you know, opening uh, our eyes so they can be more enlightened, and I'm paraphrasing. Um, then you said how God will not allow people, non-believers, to uh, see or understand certain things, right? Um, can you repeat that again? Because I have a question. Um, yeah, please. that he has he has blinded the minds of those who do not believe. Right. So, so uh-huh. those. So, what came up for me is that those who do not believe is that synonymous with those whose hearts have become hardened. Yes, it Would is. Said, well, yes, okay. it is. And watch this. My daddy said it this way. My daddy said it this way. You can't show a man what he don't want to see. Right. Right. But is there a way for can your heart become unhardened at some point? I guess it can if you repent, right? Yeah, or if you, is if, once your heart but, hardened, there's no coming back? No, no, I'm not going to say that because, remember, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can do anything. Okay. What, what right. we can't do, what we can't do, the Holy Spirit can do. All right. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. All right. All right. Ah! Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Any other questions, comments? Pastor, I just want to comment. Um, it's Krishanda. On um, I, you just blessed me with that. How do I know ministry? That that word on how do I know? That was so good. Oh God. Um, years ago, my father said that uh, to me about something I had heard, and so you just brought that back to me because um, it was. Um, a rhema word then, so thank you. And God bless you for your um, your word this morning on, on the fly. Um, yeah, God bless you. Bless you. All right, anyone else? Anyone else? Okay, can you hear me? Hey. You texted me 10 times, didn't you? So thank you because I agree that wisdom versus knowledge. Um, wow. You, your little share, I don't mean little like that. It was enlightening because it was simple and it should just be clear. Also, it just always makes me think about Holy Spirit, let him have his way. And, and I think Yolanda made me think about it too when she talked about the heart and heart. It can be softened, but it's a choice we have to make. We got to understand that a lot of us walking around condemned because we won't let Holy Spirit lead and guide us through this old, dark, dirty world. So when we fall short, because we do, we know Holy Spirit got us, and we got this trust because He is all that. So I just thank you and be safe out there, bro, because it's bad. Indeed, you should see my hair. It's through. Put your bonnet on. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? Any 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 questions, comments on the declaration? Now's your time. Come on. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. I thank the Holy Spirit for activating for you to get on and do Bible when you got a hundred texts. I love you. <laughs> I look, I got your text. Uh, good, good morning. Good morning. Holy Spirit. You said good morning, sir. I said good morning, ma'am. <laughs> hmm Holy Spirit, activate. Yes. Great word. Great Bible teaching, sir. All right. Anyone else? Come on. 
how's the Holy Spirit working in your life? What, what is the Holy Spirit allowing you to see? Or are you, are, are you blind to everything? Are you allowing right. the Holy Spirit to open up your eyes about anything? About people? About ministry? Go ahead. Who is that? That's all about Al, man. I just want to say, you know, he, he definitely allowed me to be over and over again that I am enough and that he is enough. So when things don't look right, I am enough. If I, if I fall, I, he is enough. So it, it just the factor is that he orchestrates and allows things to come into our life because he's trying to show us you are enough, I am enough for you. So what you tripping on? Go forward. You know, your assignment has been ordered for you to do, go do. Don't worry about where you fall in. Get up. Man, fall down 70 times 7. Now get up. It's not how you fall. It's how you get up. So keep getting up and keep going forward and stay persistent. This is Hubba Al. I'm out. Bless you, man. Bless you, brother Al. Bless you. Okay. Anyone else? Good morning. Yes, good morning, Pastor Louisville. Man, great declaration this morning. Um, I also want to say... Uh, Thank, thank to, thanks for that gentle reminder. I, I received a text that gently reminded me that I was scheduled <laughs> this morning. Because uh, there's been times when I overslept and missed it, you know. Um, thanks for that. And also, I want to thank you for the uh, your declaration and inspiration this morning to, to really... Uh, get into my word and study, you know, and, you know, ask for the Holy Spirit, right, to to grant me uh, the revelation knowledge, you know, above, you know, um, that other knowledge, right, and, and it's like, I'm inspired, man, you know, for you to be at work, uh, and, and just you know, I like. Well, do he got the Bible on his phone, or do he got a Bible in the truck with him? Or, no, and, and the Holy Spirit said, "No, Jeff, that's in him. Come on, man, that's in him. And you ain't even. I mean, you know, a lot of us. I don't know how to use the phone that well. We got Bibles on our phone, but I like. Do he got a Bible in the truck with him? God say, no, that's down on the inside of him. That's in him. The holy word, God. Holy and, word. And, and, Jeff, I don't know if you believe this. I'm driving now, picking up trash. And that's why you keep hearing the noise on the outside, because I keep getting out, picking up trash. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, let the windows unfog, man. We can't have the windows fog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Pastor, thank you so much for your inspiration this morning. And, uh, Right, and right, Jeff, let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. When you love God's word, the Holy Spirit brings stuff back to your memory. And, and, and when you study, a lot of people don't study. Um, um, I, I don't have a Bible in the truck with me. I do have my phone uh, with the Bible app on it, and that's what I read from, uh, the Bible app. Uh, but however, most preachers, they, they, I, 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 I told y'all the other week. I taught, uh, I taught the Apostolic Convention, the State Convention, uh, in Sacramento, and um, I told, I told them, I said, don't y'all make people glad twice. 
And they said, what, what do you mean, Pastor? I said, don't make them glad to see you stand up and glad to see you sit back down. <laughs> because when you stand, you ought to have something to say. I mean, I mean, you should always be prepared, no matter what, uh, to, to share God's word. And don't let nobody ever stop you from doing that. And so many, so many ministers, men and women of God, they're up saying a whole lot of nothing. They, they really are because they don't study. They don't study. But when you study, you should always have something on your heart to be able to share. Always. Amen. Amen. And, and I'm Thank and you. I'm just that I'm just that type of person that if somebody calls me and asks me to teach, asks me to to preach, asks me to do something where God is concerned, because I study, I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna always be prepared, and you're never gonna catch me unprepared, because as Rochelle said, I don't do declarations, I do Bible, and when you talk about the Lord, you got a whole lot to talk about. Amen. Amen. Yes. That's why we need right. the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's right. Stay ready. That's right. Stay ready. Stay ready. Yeah. Hey, Val. Anyone? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so also, I'm glad you brought up that uh, that that natural eye versus soul, spiritual eye, however you worded it. My grandmother used to always say to look beyond what your natural eye could see. And when you talked about how we see people, I think sometimes that unrighteous judgment that unrighteous judgment comes in because we're not, we're looking at our natural eye, so we're not seeing even ourselves sometimes as God sees us. So that's why we sometimes we stay in muck and stuff longer than we should because we are not allowing Holy Spirit to really just take control and we're resisting. So, I mean, this month has been amazing for teaching. I know I've learned some things that I hadn't, I didn't know or some things that I need to go back and look up. So I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for this this month. That's all, brother. Amen. Amen. And I'm still waiting on you to call me, press the button. Remember, you said you were supposed to send it, and you're supposed to Listen, press in, and I you be, didn't. I, I, probably sent it, I probably sent it to the wrong phone. Oh, I'm, I'm, let me go. I'm, I'm being messy. I, I didn't know where to send it. <laughs> Didi, I was waiting on you and Mama to call me, but anyway, that's a whole other story. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Because how how is the Holy Spirit transforming your life? This month, how okay, did he transform your life? Hey. Hey, this is Glorious Gloria. Good morning. Hey, Glorious, Glorious. Gloria. How the weather uh, up yonder? Right now, it's global. We got a close to 70 degrees. It's weird, what? but it's okay. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. So, I appreciate your words this morning and the, the, the part you talked about how wisdom, and this is my paraphrase. Wisdom helps you to, wisdom is what activates the knowledge that you have. you got to have godly wisdom. And so in thinking about the messages that we've gotten this, this month, um, earlier this morning, Holy Spirit reminded me of a word, I think Dion might have said it last, her last declaration or the one before, about don't miss the warning or don't miss what God is saying to us as the church and how all of the messages this month have interconnected together. And when you take that in context, by the power of the Holy Spirit, with everything we see going on, as the body of Christ, we have no, we have no excuse for missing anything because the Holy Spirit is in us, and he's always leading and guiding us in truth. 
So I appreciate you. Thank you for Bible this morning. God bless you and have a wonderful day today. Amen. Can I can I tell y'all something? Um, as a pastor of two churches, I'm scared. I, I am scared. And when I say I'm scared, I need y'all to to, to reverent reverent scare reverent scared. Um, and and if you're a member of a church, um, when you have Bible study and prayer at the church, you wouldn't come. And now that you can be online, watch Zoom, watch Facebook Live, conference calls, all of that, some of y'all still won't come. And I, I just don't know what God is going to have to do or what God is going to do in our lives to get people to stop being so slowful about him and, and the things of him. And y'all... I think some of us get on declared victory just, just out of habit to get on just to get on when the truth of the matter is we've got to really allow the Holy Spirit to circumcise our heart about the things of God. And, and y'all, there is work to do. There is work to do. I'm, I'm telling you, there is work to do. I've, I, I've got two churches. I've got a full-time job as a garbage man, and I've just taken on a whole nother job as a hospice chaplain. But I didn't take, on, I didn't take, on, take it on for money. I took it on for ministry purpose, for me to be able to minister to people because there are some people who don't know Jesus in that realm, and that's why I did it. But, but you're, you really have to allow God to do some things in your life to become better. Y'all, we got to be better. We got to be better. The world is watching us. They're watching the church. There's some folks that you know and I know that ain't never going back to church again. And, and, and this pandemic has, has, has allowed them to stay home and do what they're doing and stuff. And some of us are falling into that, those cracks too. Don't, don't do that. Get, get back to where God wants you to be. Let me tell y'all something. We make every excuse not to go to church, but you go everywhere else you want to go. You do everything else you want to do. Okay. You, you, go, you, go, you, go, you go to the mall. Somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, you go to the mall. You go, you go to the doctor. You go everywhere else. But you won't you won't go and, and, and hear the word word of the Lord. And y'all, it's just time to get back. It's time to get back to the things of God. Is there anybody else? Anyone else before we close? Anybody else? Any comment on that declaration? Well, that last part was a declaration. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wow, okay. All right. Anyone else? Come on, y'all talk to me. Y'all talk, I'll listen. Yeah, uh, brother, that, this is what I'm going to get. That's empowering because I, I stand here as a men's ministry leader and being challenged to gather men, and it's like every excuse in the book, you know, um, from either I didn't get the time or I forgot, but, you know, the, the announcements are read, the announcements are online, and I'm just like, you know, 
the battle is not me. They're battling his uh, spirit. And they are battling themselves, but they're fighting against uh, God. And God wants to come in, you know, and I say this as men, you know, we have an important role in our homes, you know, as leaders, as husbands. And we have a point to set a, a tone, you know, and, and it's an important evidence, you know. Um, I encourage every man to, you know, have a 21-day fast with they, 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 they wives, you know, and, and, and kind of do some house cleaning, you know, because sometimes we don't see it. And it's, it's, it's easy how, you know, the adversary will use his ifs and sneak right on in and cause conflict in families, you know. And that's the, the, the ideal thing that he's attacking right now is family. He's using brothers against brothers, you know. Children against parents, and, and it's a it's, it's a it's a comforting thing for him because he's like, if I got you, I got you. If I don't, I got to work on you, you know. So I'm just trying to stay in that vessel, you know. But uh, just being inquired, just humble out. I'm on you. I like that, brother Al. Let me say this: if you can't find nobody to share Jesus with, then somebody needs to share Jesus with you. Yeah, I said it. I ain't scared of y'all. I said, if you can't find nobody to share Jesus with, then somebody needs to share Jesus with you. Amen. One hundred. And y'all, we we are we are we are. I'm not gonna say we lose him because we don't lose in God, but the enemy is gaining ground because the children of of, of God are not doing their part and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in them. And y'all, it's it's time for us to get busy. It is, I can't stress that enough. I can't stress that enough. So if you've been slowful, if you've been lazy about the things of God, today is your day. Today, today can be the beginning of the rest of your life. Change it. Change it today. Come on, somebody else. Come on, before we go. Any question? You got a question? I know you didn't want to ask a question. Go ahead. Lavelle, this is a jubilant Juliet. Um, it's love when you um, break the word down. And uh part that really stood out to me, all of us stood out. I was just, I was, I was enamored when you were talking about the way Jesus came the first time and how he's coming the second time. And you know, a lot of us, you, know, you can, you can kind of lose hope. You know, if you, I was reading that there's a Arthur that talked about spending more time meditating on on the, you know of what heaven looks like and Lord coming back. You know, if, if you know, it would give us more confidence and courage and hope to get out. Because the harvest is right, but the labors are few. And my prayer, what I'm asking Holy Spirit to do through me is to be more, uh, you know, like when people are talking about the signs of the time, I'm like, well, the Lord is coming again. You know, we got to get our lives right. This is not going to change. We got to keep, you know, and, and I'm just asking him for boldness. And, you know, and, and he's definitely been giving it to me, especially at my workplace. That's what I'm I asking. Had a, asking I, had a conversation. I had a conversation with a preacher yesterday, and he said to me, you let women preach in your church? I said, yep. He said, but you grew up Baptist. I said, yep. And I grew up not believing in women preachers. I said, but when you know better, you do better. I said, 
well, well, women ain't supposed to preach. Women, I never let a woman in my church. Okay, well, why are we arguing over what God called somebody else to do? You mean to tell me you drowning, you drowning, and she can save you, and you ain't going to let her save you? Something wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with her. Something wrong with you. And so I, I, think, I, think, I think we argue about stuff and discuss stuff that don't even matter when anybody can get God's word out to God's people. You know, when, when you allow the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit can do, y'all, things, lives change, people change. Y'all, I'm, I'm the least. I'm, I'm the least that should be doing what I'm doing. But even in spite of me, God still uses me, y'all. And that's what I'm trying to share with y'all. And I'm telling you, if he can use me, he can use anybody. <laughs> I promise you. If he can use me, he can use anybody. Because I ain't nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm dirt. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. That's just my, that's, that's, my name is Lavelle. That's my story. But he used the donkey to talk Balaam. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, ooh, don't, don't, don't make me call the donkey and and have donkey talk because I can have donkey talk with that donkey. <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying to tell you, I can, I can, I can, I can have a conversation with a donkey, y'all. I mean, y'all, y'all don't know. I, I've, I've had that conversation before with that donkey, and I asked that donkey, how was he able to be used by Jesus? And, and the donkey told me you got to be redeemed. And, and that, that donkey that he used was a redeemed donkey. How do you know that, Pastor? Because the, under the, the, the Levitical law, the first link of every donkey had to be redeemed by a lamb. Mark mentions it. Matthew does it. That, 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 that donkey uh, uh, was redeemed. By uh, by a lamb, because if the if the donkey wasn't redeemed by a lamb, then you had to break his neck. And what and and, and the parallel of that, if God says if I can't use you, <laughs> you might get your neck broke. <laughs> you you ain't no good. Are y'all with me? I mean I mean I mean we we ought to be able to be used by God in great ways, in great ways. But some of us only want to be used on our own merits and our own terms. And, y'all, that's not good. God doesn't work like that. You ought to be willing, a willing vessel in whatever capacity he needs you. I wish I, I wish I had me a witness here. Okay, go ahead. You got a witness. No limitation on the way God can use None. Zero. Zilch. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Anybody else? Come on. Okay. Anybody else? Question, comment. Question, comment. Comment, question. On the declaration? No? All Good right. morning. Well, can you hear me? Can I can, you hear me? Can you? I can hear you. Because I was on mute. I was, um, I think we should have been on that mute ministry. I had to press pound, start, start. Okay. So, um, I just want to say, Pastor, when you talk that last thing you just said about, you know, who can declare the word of God, man, women, in the pulpit, and so forth, um, for me, I never 
believed in like any of that. I never, I shouldn't say believed in it. I never agreed upon, agreed with any of that. And I'm reminded, uh, I think it was the day before yesterday when one of our um, victors got on the line and she was saying about how, um, how moved she was in seeing the power of God when a tree was just totally uprooted and how much damage it caused to uh, property damage and stuff and so forth that caused. And it reminded her of, you know, the power of God, right? Um, And when you were talking about women being able to teach the word or save somebody else, it reminded me of the scripture that says uh, a rock will cry out, right? Um, A rock will cry out and talk, you know, the glory of God, right? So it says, don't let the rocks cry out before you do, right? And so when you ask the question about how the Holy Spirit has been, what have I learned this month, you know, I'm going to be transparent and say that, you know, the Holy Spirit speaks to me, um, but and when I say but, it tends to negate everything. But the Holy Spirit does speak to me, uh, but the his voice is not loud, meaning that I don't sometimes know if that's the spirit or if that's me, right? And so um, just this morning, through your whole declaration, when I talked, when I asked you about the hardening of the heart and um, the last uh, analogy I just gave, for me that's like uh, mm, examples of the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, showing up more vibrantly or my eyes are being enlightened more. Um, uh, I'm being more attentive um, because yesterday Tanya uh, had a very good declaration and she used the word uh, lifer, right? And uh, I kind of took that on to mean that, you know, I'm a lifer. You know, I'm living my life for God. I am committed. I am committed to living the rest of my natural life for God, right? And so I want to get as much as I can. You know, I ask a lot of questions, you know, because sometimes, you know, I don't know, but I'm not ashamed to ask. I don't want to appear as if I know everything. I don't care what anybody thinks. Because if I don't ask, I don't know, right? And so I'm just grateful. I enjoy every time you speak, every time. Um, the last thing I want to say is another question for you, right? It said when you talk about, you know, we don't go to church anymore um, since COVID. And, I, you know, COVID brought about so many Things you know, so many precedents that were never before, never imagined. I would have never imagined the wave around the world that COVID brought forth, right? So now we have all these other tools and so forth uh, that can bring us closer to God. And yeah, we are slothful. I've been slothful, you know, and 
But then I can hear someone who wants to be like the devil's advocate, you know, saying, well, you know, you don't have to go to church. Uh, the church ain't God. Uh, you know, you don't have to go to church to love the Lord and blah, 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 right? And I can hear people, like, saying that, but we're supposed to congregate together. We're supposed to worship together. The Word says whenever you are gathered, right? And so, you know, I just want to thank you, man of God, for everything that you bring forth. As I said, I always get something out of you every time you every time you teach. Thank you so much. That's it. Praise God. Listen, I'm my, my both my churches uh for um for March, the theme is faith and and we're we're doing March March gladness. You know how the college basketball is March Madness? We're doing March gladness. And on the first Sunday, I'm gonna talk about I came to do battle. I came to church to do battle. I come on to declare victory to do battle. And I, I, I wish I had some folks with me that made up their mind that I'm coming to do battle. I'm coming to pray. I'm, 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 I'm coming to win souls. I'm, I'm coming to shout. I'm coming to thank the Lord. I'm, I'm coming to give God the glory. I wish I had me a witness here. Hallelujah. I declare war against his adversary. That's so Right. Right. I came. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. The, the, the mothers at my old church, my home church, they came to do battle. They came. They came. Watch this. They came with orange juice, apple juice. They came with big purses. They came with, with peppermints and Q-tips another pair of shoes and they purses they came because and, and the reason they had the orange juice and apple juice in case somebody shouted and they and they and their sugar got low you know they could boost their sugar back up real fast y'all, y'all ain't hearing me um uh but they came they came they came uh mother martha threatford and her sisters and her girlfriends they they came to have church and they weren't gonna let nothing and nobody stop them from having church and, y'all, when we come on to declare victory every morning, y'all, we ought to make up our mind that we came to do battle. And, ain't, and shouldn't let nothing and anybody stop us from doing battle against the enemy. Praise the Lord. I, I quit. Well, good morning again. I had a quick question. I'm sorry. Did I cut somebody off? No, go ahead. Um, Pastor Lavelle, I had a question. Where is your church at in Stockton? Uh, on Hazleton, uh, on the other side of Highway 5. You got a pin? Um, yeah, I got a pin. 1851. 1851. West Hazleton. Okay. Yeah, we start at 11 o'clock, and in Sacramento we start at 8 o'clock. Okay. No, I live in Stockton, so that's why I was okay. asking. Well, come be my Thank guest you. Sunday. Be my guest <laughs> Sunday. We're going to talk. We well, I work this talk. Sunday. Oh, okay. But All I'm right. off the following one, so I want to make well, it. Come on. I want to try to make well, it. Come on. Thank you. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Come on before we close. Anyone else? No? All right. If there's not another, may God... Bless and keep each and every one of you. I praise God for you. Thank you for uh, the opportunity of being to, of being able to declare and to continue to share my convictions about our Christ. Um, 
I love everyone, and you all have a wonderful day in the Lord today. I'm so sad there's no Friday Night Live tonight because I missed it, and I can't wait till we get back to it, and I know my sister going to get back to that real soon. Um, but um, y'all have a Jesus day, and, um, and, and we'll see y'all when? Monday morning? Yeah, Monday morning. So be safe out here in this weather today, okay? Blessings, everyone. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend. Now the Holy Spirit can lead you. Have a great Friday. Have a great day. Bless, bless, we care.